Welcome to Memo in Them Seeker Studio Part Two. As you can see, we've um, decorated a little bit, make it a little less blue this time. Yeah, yeah, make it a little more appealing. Hopefully, it doesn't look as much as a, of a conference room this time around. Yeah, we got uh, some. Re- what so, conference rooms have you been in that look like this? It's ridiculous. I, I I don't think that person knew what they were even talking about. No. And a podcast from a conference room is. Sounds perfectly fine to me. Yeah, I was thinking maybe he was looking at our old videos of The Office. Uh, maybe. Maybe. He was, like, scrolling. And then decided to comment on this one. Yeah, I don't know. The one that, like, is so blatantly not a conference room. <laughs> Whatever. We got haters. That means we're I'm very comfortable in here. Yeah, you like if it you don't here? have haters, then you don't have motivators. Yeah. So, um, while we're indoors, we're all wearing jackets um, <laughs> yep, it's chilly. We have the door open. It's normally uh, heated in here. So um, right now we have the door open for uh, our good friend Mike Villani is off screen. He's our off screen producer. Uh, he doesn't fit in the room. So he has to sit. <laughs> <laughs> he has to sit in the other side. We're in a shed. I'm just letting you all know right now. This is a shed that we uh, repurposed to be a studio. So welcome. Um, it's them Seeker Studio. Give him a follow. But this is the memo. And uh, Richard Lyons, Matt Brodsky, Alex Masados, and are you guys ready to... Never been more ready in my life. Are you excited? Never been more excited in my life. There's a lot to... You know what I want to start off with? Uh, Something that I don't know much about, but I know you guys know about. What's what's the deal with this whole Astros situation? I think Uh, that's something maybe we could get into a little bit. It's a good jumping off point. Yeah. Do you know the story at all? Well, they were something with signals, stealing signals. So they were using, this was uncovered about the 2017 World Series, which they won. Um, an, a, a former player, Mike Fires, who's not on the team anymore, kind of fucked up of him to come out and say this, honestly, but he went on record saying that the Houston Astros had cameras set up strategically around the stadium where they were able to pick up on opposing pitchers' signs. They basically knew what pitch was coming before they threw it. Um, and they would kind of like figure out the sign. Then they had a system in place where they would make noises in the dugout to let the batter know. And they went undefeated in the playoffs at home and won the World Series that season. Yes. Yeah, you can you can see in the in the footage of the game, like the TV footage, you can see any time that it, there was a f- footage from a White Sox game in 2017, and any time that the catcher called the changeup, you would just hear from the dugout, and then. The, the hitter would just know a changeup was coming. And then the during the course of the at-bat, the pitcher, like, noticed it and, like, was, like, called the catcher over and was like, we got to mm-hmm. change up these signs. <laughs> like, yep. Damn. But so, then they had the, the cameras there, so even if, when they changed the signs, they were probably took them a couple pitches to figure that out, and then they used so they that. they were just doing it, like, in-game, yeah. reading the signs, relaying it, all this shit. Yeah. So it's like Spygate, kind of. Yeah, but it's honestly worse because it's in, in the yeah. actual game, yeah. which wow. is fucked just figuring out when a pitcher is tipping his pitches is just like part of the game. Like every team yeah. does that. If you do it normally, like figure out if a pitcher is tipping his pitches, but they just got they got the sign, like the literal sign from the catcher, and like relayed it to the hitter so fast that the only way that could be done is through technology. Mm-hmm. Jeez. So now MLB is looking into it. Um, I saw that they were actually also investigating the Red Sox last year um, as well because. The Red Sox were suspected of using Apple Watches in the dugout to figure out tech, like signs or whatever. Um, so I know you guys are talking that 
a lot of teams they say like a lot of teams do that to, like like with the Spygate thing I remember throw. people always say oh all the teams were doing it at that time mm-hmm. it's just Mangini Eric Mangini like exposed them and like yeah. ruined everything whatever so I mean it- yeah I'm like I'm sure you know it's it's all like hypotheticals and like just what you think because now we have an actual team that got caught doing it i'm sure there are teams that are doing other things that probably push the boundaries a little bit and are you know would be deemed illegal but i mean you can't like if you don't know about it there's nothing you can do if you get caught yeah then you know you like people drive 85 miles an hour on the highway and don't get a ticket if you get caught you get a ticket yeah it's only illegal you until you get caught a little to the left matt no no you, on the red thing a little bit to the left a little more. Okay, you're good. You're you're too loud. No one likes you. Oh, okay. <laughs> good. Yeah, so, I mean, like, the rules are meant to be broken, right? Like, all teams are looking for a way to get an edge, but mm-hmm. unless you get caught, you're fine. So, Astros got caught here, so we should be seeing some sort of repercussions. So, this. what does Beltran have to do with this? Supposedly Beltran... He was on the team at the time. He was on the team at the time, and then the following year he was with the Yankees. So you got to think that... That's not true. The Yankees traded him to Houston. No, he worked for the Yankees. Oh, oh, okay, yes. So you got to think that during that playoff series he was like, yo, guys, they do this because I was on the team last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. So, so he, I mean, he's just now the manager of the Mets, so everyone's thinking, they, like, if he's going to get in trouble for anything. Yeah, I don't like, think that they're going to individually fine or suspend the players because you just have to do it to everybody that was on the team, mm-hmm. which is kind of a lot. So I think Beltran's going to be fine, but he was just yeah, on the team at the suck. time. <laughs> they just suspended him Yeah, something. That'd be yeah. so – that'd be whack. That'd be but, I mean, we, I was move. talking about this earlier. I, I don't know how you can suspend the, or, or hurt the Astros with any sort of punishment that would actually matter. Like money yeah. is not an issue. You can't retroactively replay those games and have a different result. Everybody yes, knows that they won the World Series. Why not? Just get yeah. everyone back together. Bro. <laughs> Just and like that's what I was joking. Like play Yankees Dodgers World Series for 2017 championship. <laughs> but I mean, look at the end of the day, it ha- what happened happened. Moving forward, there's nothing that you're gonna be able to do that's really gonna hurt them and or make it so that it wasn't worth it. They yeah. won the title. What, the, I, what I was thinking, and I mentioned this in our group chat, was like take away draft picks. Or, like, reduce their inter- international signing money because you get, like, a certain amount of money that you can spend on, like, these 16-year-old kids from the Dominican and stuff. Mm. So that would be a way to, like, <laughs> if I was a team, I would be like, she still worth sucks. it, though. Definitely worth it. They won a World Series. That I think any any amount you spend to win a, a championship yeah. is worth it. It's mm. just like the cost of doing business. It's like It's like these big banks on Wall Street that get fined, like, millions hundreds of millions of dollars they're just like whatever i made i made 500 million so you (laughs) might i would vacate the title don't give it to anybody but just like erase it from the history books they've done that in college before um which doesn't sound like a big deal but it was the first title houston ever won so So now if you're just like well technically they still haven't won and at least history you know, shows that. Act like they want yeah, but you take it down the banner down from the stadium, just erase it from the history books. Maybe wipe out the postseason stats for yeah, those players. Yeah. But like, it won't. It still won't matter that much. They still, like you yeah, said, they like, know oh, that, so that they season, won. Uh, was pointless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it. It happened though. Yeah. <laughs> so we all lived it. All right. Well, even when the season's over, baseball finds a way to be in my life. So <laughs> yeah. they they released all the awards this week too. 
did they? Uh, Jacob yeah. DeGrom, back-to-back Cy Young nice. award winner. I was going to hang Alonzo. up a Mets sign above you, but... Pete Alonzo won as well. Pete Alonzo with a rookie of the year. Nice. Dude, fuck whoever voted for the Braves guy... I'm sure it was like an Atlanta writer. ...should just be fired. <laughs> or not... He should was lose his one vote. vote. One vote. Yeah, and, they, and he wasn't unanimous because of that. The guy in the AL was unanimous. But, like, obviously Pete Alonzo... Um, the guy on on Houston, you I don't know his name. Three L. No, no, not a rookie. You said you, so I, I thought maybe you. his name starts with a Y. But Whatever. but like really like, not that it matters technically if you're unanimous or not. It's a good thing to like point out. But who, like how can you vote for what is it Soroka? Yeah, Soroka on the on the Braves. Yeah, you he, know he didn't deserve it. <laughs> he had a good season. Stop but it. Alonzo was just. Dynamite. Just a salty fucking Atlanta Braves writer. Yeah. So, good good little uh, award season for the Mets here. Mm. Not that they had anything to show for it, really, but, you know. Hey, it's I'll still nice. It. Get some accolades. Got some yeah, stuff like, to build on. I like on. to see DeGrom getting a lot of, uh, a lot of shine because Didn't he, he win is, last year? Yeah. Back-to-back nice. Cy Youngs. He is just incredible, so. We also need to stop giving Mike Trout MVPs. Okay. I'm sorry. I know again? he's yeah. He won his third MVP. The guy's played in one playoff series in like a ten year career. He's not valuable. He's not valuable to the Angels enough where it fucking matters. What a what a ridiculous statement. It stop. Get, do something. Make the playoffs. Get your team to the playoffs. You're gonna win an MVP every year for what? They yeah. don't even come close. They are under 500 every season. He's not valuable. That is a the little whack. The team outside of him is really bad always, though. Okay. And they're always right around 500. Like, he does. Who was more valuable to their team, DJ LeMahieu or Mike Trout? Mike Trout. Really? Yeah. DJ LeMahieu was the reason that they, he was the only healthy player throughout the whole season, backpacked the team through their tough times, and and got into the postseason. They have valuable players outside of LeMahieu, though. Like the, if the you Angels take him away, though? Anyone. If you take LeMahieu away from the Yankees, there's, like, obviously they get worse. LeMahieu's very good, but he's not as valuable to the team as Mike he's Trout is. He's not as good Angels. as Mike Trout is. I don't think he's as valuable either. Where Where is the value manifesting itself on the Angels? They're They're terrible every single season. Just because they're not as good as the Yankees, then then if, if that was the case, you'd just give you'd give the MVP to whoever was the most valuable player on the best team. Is that what? You but you can, but but it, it's not. It doesn't have to be that black and white. Like you can tell, you know how value how valuable a player is. It should be on at least a team that makes the playoffs. I agree. Like the sure. fact that it's multiple times now, and he they're not <laughs> going anywhere. All right, all right, yeah. just come on. <laughs> Just make it so, or just change the name of the award because we do this every year. Value, they're not at valuable. Like LeBron's the most valuable player every single year for the team that he's playing on. We've seen him go to Cleveland, leave, come back, and the success that has followed it. Just make it the he the best player award. Last year. Who? Trout. Yeah, no, he's won three. He's the only, he's like the second player ever to win three. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the greatest players of all time. Sure, absolutely. Make it just best player award. His war is always the best in the league. If you want to get into a war, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going there. I'm not touching war. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't war me. <laughs> Simeon was in the conversation for MVP. Yeah, Simeon. He, he was a top three. Can, he was a Trevor. He was a finalist. Is that a, is that a baseball player? <laughs> yeah, Marcus. I was like, what? <laughs> Marcus Simeon. You want to talk about M- guys who? 
So what do you think about Marcus Simeon? He hit like 23 homers. You know, no, didn't he have like 35 home runs? Yeah, everyone had 35 home runs. Well, so guess what? Lying? The A's made the playoffs. All right, the Angels were close. I think it should be a requirement that you have to make the playoffs to win yeah. MVP. If you're going to win your can't, third. Can't you be a valuable player to a bad team? No, not valuable enough. Yeah, if you take Trout away, they would probably lose a lot. They would obviously lose a lot more games. Yeah. But there should be a – like. There should be a, a requirement where like the value starts mattering. Like it shouldn't just be you know obviously they're going to be worse, but if the value isn't high enough that they can even compete for a playoff spot, it should just be he should be thrown to the side. I think uh, I'm going to boycott Mike Trout. Do you agree with me? I do. I'm going to make sure how valuable. I'm going to make you? sure everyone Richard, knows Richard with all the baseball he watches. <laughs> <this year. laughs> Simeon hit 33 home runs, 92 RBIs. Weird. Batted. That he was right. breaking he his ankle against the Browns. Batted well, 285. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he had great stats. He's a great player, but like Mike Trout is more valuable than Marcus Simeon. The, Simeon's team made the playoffs. His home runs and RBIs and average helped out the team more. How many players can you name on the Angels besides Mike Trout and, and Otani? Um, Albert Pujols. <laughs> okay. Um, is is Jared Weaver still on the team? <laughs> yeah, in like 2006. Or is it Jeff Weaver? I don't know. But my point is, that my the team's point. terrible. The team is terrible, and for sure they're always floating around like 500. They'd be nowhere near it if they didn't have Mike Trout. They'd be one, the worst team in the MLB. So we're just giving out awards for getting your team to 500? Most valuable player to your team. The va- but, like, the value didn't do anything. It didn't, do, it didn't accomplish anything for the Angels. So you think it should be a requirement that you make the playoffs? Yes, at a minimum, I think you should be okay. able to get your team to the That's playoffs. You know, All right. The voters don't seem to have the same opinion. Eh, well, you know what? They've also voted for fucking Soroka. So they're <laughs> clearly not, not all on the same page. I don't, I don't think there's any... Like ulterior motive to vote for Trout, he's just amazing. He no, le- no, there's he, not. There's not an the, ulterior. He leaves motive. the voters with no choice. I think. Yeah, I think that the award itself and is this just. This might skewed. have been his best season. Okay, well, the Angels didn't. Do you think he deserved it in other seasons? And then he went and had a better season than those. I think DJ LeMahieu should have won. Was he a finalist? Yeah. He's on the Yankees. Bias. Yeah. Oh well, that's why you think he should have won. Oh, he's he had an too. amazing he year, and he was clutch. He was like runners in scoring position every single time he came through with a big hit. He was just like the definition of a valuable player to a team. I don't well, think you can say that Mike Trout isn't that. Just because LeMay, he was on a better team. Well, not everyone can make the playoffs, and especially in the Western Conference of the NBA, not everyone can make the playoffs. And speaking of, there's a team... That just uh, today it made a big push to try and turn their season around mm. to make the playoffs. Yeah, this is um, huge. The Portland Trailblazers signed Brrr, Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> yeah, Carmelo Anthony is the West now, has been put on notice. <laughs> yeah, the four and eight Portland Trailblazers. That's why I say uh, oh, playoff eight, push. Really. Yes, they um, they just lost to. Um, the Raptors. Raptors the Raptors. Let me just talk about them for a second. You saw that stat. They held, LeBron went five for 15 or something. 
Kawhi went two for eleven, and Lillard went two for twelve, three games in a row. Yeah, that, that's mean, they're, they are elite defensively, and I, yeah. I keep I keep checking their like I'm not tuning into every single Raptors game. I'm not going to act like I am, but I keep checking their box score like because I know uh, Lowry is down, Ibaka is down. Obviously, they don't have Kawhi anymore, and they just continue to win games against good teams. It's kind of it's kind of nuts what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, they're really well coached. And uh, see, Occam's legit. Yeah, he definitely. Uh, before, I said last year I never would see him as a number one type scoring guy. I just thought he was a nice compliment to Kawhi. You said like two weeks ago you were asleep <laughs> on him. No, I, I said I was sleeping on him as like a cool player because he's a herb. No, I think he's, he's a cool. boss. He's a noodle. You like to see noodles. <laughs> you were the he's big guy. Brandon Ingram's biggest yeah, fan. Yeah, but he's a Kevin Durant. No. <laughs> No, he he's nice oh, oh. playing like Kevin Durant. He looks he's actually uh hurt. Wins. Um they were playing the Clippers tonight. Do you know what happened? Who? The Pelicans, but Paul George probably was playing. Losing. Kawhi was it out. It probably is a 10:30 game. Uh, no, it, it was on. Clippers score. The Knicks they lost to the Pelicans. Wow. How did wow, PG a, play? That's a big score. He dropped game. 33. Damn. And Williams had 31. And uh, Drew Holiday had 36. Nice. Kawhi did not play. No, yeah, he was out. Um, All right, but we were talking about... 36 for Drew. Carmelo Anthony. Frank Um, Jackson? Is that the guy that went to... uh, No, it's not. I guess... I I mean, it's still early. I'm not going to say, you know, swing for the fences, go for it, but I don't... What does Carmelo really bring to the Blazers? Nothing. He He doesn't improve the team at all. Just a... Compare it to someone who was on their last leg and uh, probably, if they fucked up their chance, wouldn't be in the NBA anymore. Dwight Howard. I don't see Melo being able to. He doesn't. He doesn't have those like physical attributes that Dwight can just play defense, grab boards, and like not give a shit. Like Melo's never been a defensive player. He doesn't really seem to have many defensive instincts. Like, what is he gonna? come bang mid-rangers like what has he he, done throughout his career that he can just focus on and be good for the team i just don't know look it doesn't it doesn't i don't think they're missing like an instant scoring option they have lillard and mccullough well they're missing bent they're missing a bench for sure they're four and eight like they're not looking great Mm -hmm. i mean look and i've i totally i get what you guys are saying Melo is not going to really provide much to them like it doesn't change the landscape of the western conference at all no. but it, it can't like it can't hurt and you got guys like i'm looking at the trailblazers bench right now you have jalen horde okay so you have yeah. m moses brown no, um, I don't, so that's gary trent Jr. that's like, why i'm better confused. than those guys I, yeah i understand them signing him like give it a shot but i yeah that's why i'm I mean, confused four and eight they look really bad they just lost at home to the very short-handed raptors I don't think Melo is changing much. Yeah, and like like maybe they're not bringing him to be this like one role type of guy. Like you do this and that's it. Maybe they like do want him to come in and provide some sort of scoring punch. But when he tried to do that the last few times on any other team, like uh, he was obviously only brought anywhere to score, yeah. and he couldn't even do that. Yeah. Because he's, he just does his game just doesn't seem to adapt to off ball. You know, he's got to have the ball. He's got to do his little. I think yeah, he's a little humble now. Hope not. Hopefully, maybe happened. he could be. It's just I, you haven't seen throughout his career those type of little things for him to you know really hone in on and be like, all right, mm. this is my job. Yeah. Because like 
what's it, is he going to shoot mid range? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's good in the mid range. Like, is that what he's going to do? But we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see how they try to use him. But it's just like a no risk, whatever. Just try it out, kind of move. He should have been in the league. Could I do spark. agree. Like, there's no reason he, for yeah. him not to be on a team. He definitely got a little scapegoated on the Rockets. Yeah, for um, sure. But look, at the end of the day, like if if he can come in there and give them what ten to eleven, twelve points mm-hmm. a game, just give them a, a scoring option yeah, well, off the bench. That's another re- another thing that because they don't seem to be that type of player away. You know, there could have I feel like there could have been a better team that could have used that yeah. eleven to twelve off the bench as opposed to the that's four true. and eight struggling Blazers. Like that's true. you bring Melo in, what does he really? He doesn't move the needle. He might be a nice complementary piece to a team that's already playing well. But like the Lakers could use him. Nah, they have they they, they just have a log jam at that position. I really think th- I think he could have ended up on the team if they didn't already have like Kuzma, Davis, LeBron. They all play forward. Right. Like, there's no minutes. Right. It's, it's but just, yeah, I I do see that point. He would he probably would be better suited on a better team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just but then you're running the risk of it like fucking everything. Yeah, up. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's it's clear that these teams they put a lot of stock into. All right, what what is what kind of attention is this going to bring to my team? And, like, you see it with, obviously, very different situations, but, like, you see it with Kaepernick, and you you saw it with Tim Tebow when he was still trying to make the league. It's like, if this is going to cause some sort of big media frenzy and my team isn't going to get that much better, only uh-huh. get, like, marginally better, it might not be worth it. Right, right. It's just figuring out if it's worth the, the, the headache or yes. the media attention that's going to follow. Hey, Samuel's touchdown. Let's go. Nice. Connor got hurt. Good shit. I'm rooting for you. I don't mean. Ride. I didn't mean. <laughs> I didn't mean that, Connor. Get healthy soon. But what happened? Did he like hurt the same injury again? I don't know what happened. But I I didn't know he was playing, so I started Samuel's. Oh, okay. So I was a little nervous, but he I'm just caught a there. touchdown. Yeah, very lucky. He's got ten points. Fourteen Honestly, seven though, rounds. Oh, what I'm playing against James Connor? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Portland might be like the perfect place for him. Like they always kind of fly <laughs> under the radar. Especially now that they're off to a slow start, like maybe people are like kind of forgetting about them. It's good if he's in a place where maybe he won't get that much attention. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Maybe the if in the corner of the world. But I mean, yeah. he's got. There's gonna be spotlight on him. You know, every the first shot he takes, Melo's first shot in the NBA. Oh yeah, house of highlights. It'll be all. He'll still be getting attention, but for sure, I see that point as well. But yeah, so Melo finally made it. And um, speaking I guess, of. Uh, Big returns. I was going to say we should probably we move on a, to the uh, the other big news in the other sport. Yeah. So coming up on Saturday, we got oh, Colin oh. Kaepernick working out for so far eleven teams Do confirmed. You, you won't right. find better segues All, anywhere. If I don't than see the memo, if I don't see team. the Chicago <laughs> Bears on that list by Saturday, <laughs> because a lot of people are saying that this is a publicity stunt by the NFL. I to it one hundred percent is because if it wasn't. He'd he'd just be on a team. But do you think there's still at this point it would be worth taking a look at him? Do you think it's a publicity stunt along with there might actually be some serious suitors? Like they're like, all right, we'll have this like I don't yeah, I think it can be both workout where it looks like we're helping him out. But I think it could be a little bit of both. Do this unless they thought that somebody might seriously like consider signing him. And I saw some interesting points made on ESPN. What it looks like to, uh, I didn't think of this. What it looked like to some analysts on ESPN was, these teams don't want. To, normally, when you work out a player, you bring him in. Mm-hmm. You bring him into your own facility. 
And these teams don't want to deal with the backlash of, oh, my God, the Bears are bringing in Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the backlash from the fans, the backlash from NFL fans, from Bears fans. So the NFL is going out and scheduling this workout for everybody to come see him on a Saturday when teams are traveling, like what GMs are going to be there, what head coaches are going to be there. Yeah, you could send a scout, sure. I'm sh- Like he might get signed. Yeah, I, that, but when you you saying that, making it such like a formal thing and giving the teams the opportunity to see him without having to bring him in themselves, from that perspective, it honestly sounds like a pretty good idea. Like, give everyone My, a fair chance. Like, all right, this is like you don't have to be worried about the media backlash of him coming to you. Just everybody can go. This is what what yeah, he can if, do now. This is his talent. Make the decision. What do you want to do? Giving him an opportunity. I'd say. Um, I just my problem with it is there are so many terrible quarterbacks that play in the NFL, a week in and week out. Terrible quarterbacks. I don't think many people need to see Colin Kaepernick work out to know that he's better than some of these guys playing. I really don't. So like this can point. only be a publicity stunt. There but no. uh, yes, but like kind of what we were saying with Melo, that is, is it worth it? Is it worth it to have him come in and be a backup? Like if, if if that media attention, that backlash, if he's not going to be your starting quarterback, why? Like, is it really that? Does it make sense to bring him aboard? You can you can get a maybe a little bit of a worse quarterback to back up because obviously, yes, he is better than a lot of backups in the league. But you can get a similar type of level with maybe maybe a little worse without the media attention. So if you're going to sign him, I think it's because he should be the starting quarterback. That might take a little more analysis and scouting. Yeah, I've been on I've been on record saying that I think a team signing Colin Kaepernick would wouldn't only not be a bad PR move, but it would be a very good PR move. Do I you, think it might have the opposite effect, and I know a lot of NFL it's on fans the fence. are. Middle American, like conservative views, and totally would be against this. But also a lot of a lot of people who are not tuning into the NFL right now, purposely like a- avoiding tuning into the NFL, are doing it because Colin Kaepernick got such a shit end of the stick. Yeah. So, but that could go the other if, way. You could have like the stupid people that if Kaepernick gets signed, then they're going to turn it off. The point is that it's just super polarizing. Yeah. In whichever direction. Mm-hmm. And it, that whole thing. Hey, if, yeah. if, if I was an NFL owner, I would, I would want to cater to my like more sophisticated fans. If Definitely. I'm one of these NFL teams, like the Bears or the Broncos, who have talent in in a lot of other positions, but are really just being severely held back by the lack of quarterback talent. And I'm looking over at the Ravens and how they use Lamar Jackson, and I see a guy who was basically Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson and I, I think better arm offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah. Um who, who Greg Roman. Yeah. I, I'm I'm think like these teams with good defenses yeah, and make that up right. what? He was his offensive coordinator. I, th- I'm, right? I think he was with Sounds the right. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean maybe some of them are thinking let's let's try and work this offense in with him and and take advantage of that and especially the team that i'm saying the bears again we've talked about cam newton going there but they they're out of first round picks for a a few years they're they're not looking like they're going to be able to draft someone anytime soon so that'd be a great spot for or or denver i think but they they, they're a little they're a little farther behind they just drafted drew love i forgot about him but yeah something a team like that you know you got to think that Jay-Z and his involvement with the NFL has something to do with this. Yeah, which is, That's possible. Which is interesting it, because when the 
the thing with Jay Z happened. <clears throat> a lot of people were criticizing him, and my stance was just like, let's wait and see what he does. So I'll be keeping my eye on this. Could you imagine if the way that Colin Kaepernick finally gets back into the NFL is because of Mitch Trubisky sucking? <laughs> like that's what it took. Mitch, like you can't get any lower than that. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> just being like, all right. Fuck it, I'll sign Kaepernick. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> the Browns should sign him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Took that too seriously, but no. I, I um, just what like are some other places. It's that he tough. Could... Um, I mean, well, it depends on what they're doing Jets. in Tennessee and Tampa Bay with those two busts. Um, if, where, where they want to go, Tannehill looks like the future in Tennessee, though. Um, but it, it, it's just like, for the Bears' perspective, the hesitancy to move on from Mitch Trubisky, like. To a point, I, I get it because they invested no, so much into him. I, obviously, I get it. Like but you gotta just, just try to. It's just that see it out. He's so. Sometimes bad. you gotta instead of trying to hold out on a mistake and be like, I don't want to give up early. Sometimes you just gotta. Yeah, I, I fucked be proactive. up. And you just get it out of. That's sunk, why it's a sunk cost. That's why I think. Is it a sunk? Is he done? You think he's just never I'm gonna? Saying if you do think that it's a sunk cost and you move on as soon oh. as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe they don't think that. Maybe they just still are holding out hope. Could end up, obviously, it looks like it's going to end up being the wrong move. I've had Allen Robinson on my fantasy team for all these years, and he always plays very well when Trubisky is out. (laughs) The Bears play well when Trubisky is out. I'm just, I'm out on Trubisky. He stinks. I I love the Tar Heels, but (laughs) you suck, man. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to sit here and defend the man. He doesn't deserve that. But at the same time, I do. I don't think that it's a, a completely over. I think it's worth seeing it out. Speaking maybe of maybe uh, give him the beginning of a next season. Speaking of uh, defending other men, um, the Jets owner this past week came here? out and uh, oh. gave a pretty big defense of the current head coach Adam Gase, and he said not only is he safe for the remainder of this season, he will be the coach next year. Um, I don't get why he would. There's I get it. Maybe I get maybe you know we're not firing him this year. You know he's our coach for now, and obviously we saw with McCagnan he can change his mind. <laughs> so I'm not taking anything he says uh, at face value there. But um, just in the middle of a two and seven season, and apparently he said it before the Giants game, so they were one and seven, <laughs> and he announced it to the team whatever he said he liked the energy that the team had when he told them. I get it, and I don't get it. Like, I don't know why you endorse someone who's not. What if they just don't win a game the rest of the year? What if they Obviously, go out and get blown out by the Redskins? Yeah, you know? but like, like he's like shit can change. I don't think that that word like he didn't get like anything can happen. Like he can still fire him tomorrow if he feels like yeah. it. But I think it's just like a vote of confidence and just kind of like cause rumors have been swirling so much about everybody wanting Gase fired. Mm-hmm. Just letting Gase know, like, dude, like, don't worry, like, you're good. Just do your thing. Like we just hired you. I th- I think there's something to be said for stability. And at first, like the team, the roster is not you know at all what it was expected mm-hmm. to be in the beginning of the year. They were dealing with a lot of injuries. They're decimated. Decimated with injuries. They were left with a team that McCagnan built. So there's I mean like there's a lot of things that you can point to to like kind of understand where the struggles have come from this season. Pinning it all on Gase while he hasn't done he hasn't looked a great coach obviously but it's worth you know it's giving him a he's got to get an, a full off season under his belt get a full n- another shot with a fully healthy roster with a gm that they seem to be they're on the same agreement page. you know but 
it would be a mistake. And then, what, you're going to hire another rookie head coach, give Darnold the third system in three years? Yeah, you know, but it's better. And the real reason I, my segue was not the whole defending a person. The real reason I thought of it was holding on to, you yeah. know, because it's Christopher Johnson's first ever head coaching hire, you know, so I don't know if he's just trying to be like, I'm going to wait this uh-huh. out and see if it works because I don't want to admit that I – fucking hired the worst person ever on my first ever try you know <laughs> you gotta um, give him at least uh, yeah more than that. one year get, i'll give him next year and that o-line better have five new starters maybe chuma Idoga can be a holdover just because he's a third round pick this year and he's been up and down whatever i'll give him a uh if he if we have a good o-line and he's still bad you gotta go <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll, he'll be on the hot seat all into next yeah. season if they start off slow for sure of course but you got to give him another year i think it wouldn't be fair it just doesn't what's the point it doesn't it wouldn't accomplish anything i don't think yeah. any uh, any other big news jarvis Landry wow has the most catches through the first six seasons of all time <laughs> that's crazy well, in Miami, say? when Gase was head coach, Thomas they would literally force feed him the ball. Like, so many targets. That's why he – remember I would shit on him. I'd be like he averages seven yards per catch because they would just throw it to him every play yeah. behind the line, in front of the line, no matter where he was. <laughs> He's good. I think He's, He's good. good. I just didn't lie. That offseason, like, you know, the Jets were looking to – get some weapons and people were like Jarvis Jarvis and I knew we wanted a lot of money and I was like he's not the guy he's a very he's like a top option for your number two wide receiver he's not a number one but if you have him as your second wide receiver it would have been such a Jets move to pay him a lot of money and make him the number one and he wouldn't be good yeah he wouldn't have been good but then they probably still would have hired Gase, and he would have been like, I love Landry (laughs) (laughs) he's a very good number two receiver um what do you think about Adam Gase, Alex? You've been—I know you have a lot of uh, opinions on the man. Yeah, uh, I—you I, can't be happy with what he's done so far this season. Like, good coaches overcome adversity, and they make the team better than the sum of its parts. He hasn't done that this season. That being said, I un—like—I don't understand. One thing—one thing I don't understand is saying it this early, just mm-hmm. coming out to the public and. Or he said it on like the sideline of a random like, like he didn't like come out and say this in like a press conference, right? Uh, you know, he said it to reporters though, right? Because Rich Samini, like they were all all the people that were tweeting and announcing it were like Christopher Johnson just said like okay this this and that. You know? All right, yeah. So I, I I don't get like committing to it this early. Like why just like give like why give up all the leverage in the situation and like leave yourself open to going back on your word and whatever. Like it's basically just opening yourself up to criticism. That being said, I I understand giving Gase another shot because it's they, definitely he just doesn't a, have a team this year. I think it's more so, and I get that that like it's weird timing. I think it's more so just to like put out the fire that that mm-hmm. everyone's been going Man. crazy about. It's just Flew like a plane nip over that. the Hudson River, fire <laughs> Adam Gase. Yeah, that, that was that was funny. Yeah, Whoever I mean they would, did the same thing with uh, Idzik. They got billboards and shit. Yeah. It just kind of just like nips it all in the bud. Mm-hmm. Just like it's not happening. Talk about something else. Yeah. Don't like just stop this shit. Keep the team mind off of it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, we'll see. Fucking. If they don't beat the Redskins, Haskins has not looked good, so they better beat the he Redskins. He hasn't looked good. Concerned <laughs> for him. I mean, he's not in a good situation at all, but. Tyree McLaurin? <laughs> he's that good. That guy. Didn't they play Special. together at Ohio State? Yeah. Special player. 
I'm starting him this week. It's definitely not in a good situation, though. Did we have any um, stamp shreds for this episode? Um, I didn't come up with any. I don't think so. Uh, I had one I was going to surprise you guys with, but I want I wanted it to be like after we did some real ones, so now I don't want to pull it out. And it wasn't like a sport. It was something I would have to explain, so I don't know if I should do it. I'm gonna Just give it, it a shot. Yeah, give it a shot. What's the problem? It's about a don't movie. Don't tease me like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not a movie you care about. There's a movement, a current... The uh, Knicks have beat the Mavericks again. Wow. 106-103. last I looked, so he must have not done well. That's so Donkey funny. They beat him twice. points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. He's so He's good. Twice now. Wow. That's the so garden, weird. They have three wins and tw- two were against they Porzingis. They booed him so loud, yeah, but they everyone did. doesn't live in the moment and was on their phone, so... He was 7 for 17, 20 points, 11 rebounds. It's not, I mean, he's he better than, shoot, he's, he's better than that. He shoots 12% in the restricted area. What? I saw that today. How is that possible? He's just bad in the paint. No touch. He's just a soft idiot. This is definitely, I mean, 7 for 17, 20 and 11, he's better than that, but I don't think it's like an outstandingly bad performance. I guess just he underperformed a little. But like he could have done worse. Yeah. No. He. He's Marcus Morris hit a step back three to win the for game. the win. With n- not buzzer beater. It right? was tied. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> These big men. Wow. <laughs> nice such shot. A Knicks thing to happen. Marcus fucking Morris hitting step back threes <laughs> for the win. He's been playing pretty well, I think. He's always been good, but. Dennis Smith, thirteen, eight, and six. He wasn't playing for a little bit, right? Flirting with a triple-double. He had, like, a death in his family or something. He was away for the team for a while. Is Frank still starting? Yes. Does he still suck? Solid one for four with five points. Nice. Good for him. He's really coming through. Yeah, but that is it is very funny that the Knicks seem to just be you able guys? to beat the Mavericks. Yeah. Twice. Porzingis must just be like, <laughs> oh, God a, damn man. it, man. Are there any uh, surprises or Nets Nuggets? Did just we talked about a disappointing Blazers so far. Any surprises for you guys? The Phoenix Suns. I mean, uh, listen, yeah. like, and I, I, I admitted this the other day. I really haven't watched much basketball at all. Um, but I, I've been keeping tabs on the standings. The Suns are the sixth seed at six and four right now. They're looking pretty good. You watched the game the other night. What did you see out of them? They were. I th- everyone comes to play against the Lakers. Everyone wants to beat the Lakers. That's just been even when they were bad. I oh, feel like go. the most random. I'm telling you, it's been the announcers talk about it. Every podcast I listen to, everyone knows, man. People want to beat them, even when they were bad. The most Target random people, the most random players would just drop like 35. Of course, because they had yeah. terrible Rubio, defense. They Ricky were a bad Rubio team. always kills us. He never can score. He shoots thirty five percent from try the against any other team besides <laughs> the Lakers. I'm not. I didn't say they that. were bad. I just said he always kills. Teams us. probably went off a lot against them because their defense was terrible. Yeah, but and NBA players, whatever. That's play, not the point. Play hard every F- game. Everybody on the team was just raining threes. Saric, Rubio, good players. Fucking Rubio's not a, a, a good shooter. Saric is solid. No, he's good, but Rubio's it was like been playing really well this season. He shoots 35% from the field every year. I don't care what anyone tells me about he's shooting. A he's a good player. He shouldn't be raining threes player. ever. And it, but he, just, he, he was just on. It's not that he's I like, know, I'm oh, just I'm saying, playing the Lakers. Lakers. No, Let me try I'm, hard. I'm not saying he's thinking like, oh, I'm playing the Lakers, but he specifically always just goes yeah. off against but us. They were clearly the better team. The Lakers? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, no, they should beat them every time. But wow, they were, did. they're he just shot. like they don't go away. You know, they hit a lot of threes. They they hustle. They yeah, they're, they're well coached. Teams. He shot thirty five percent three years. Yeah, he's always shoots thirty five. He's shooting forty two this year. Is he now? Yeah, Hawks and Hawks and Suns. Who would have thought that that'd be a good game yeah, to check no. out? Suns are up. One and and honestly, the Celtics at only <laughs> they what are they eight and one, nine and one now? They're yeah, they're, they're nine and one. What and the they fuck? lost Hayward for for how long is he out? What did he break his hand? Yeah, I don't know how long he's out. I think so, it's like six weeks. Yeah, so he was playing well too. Like yeah, really well. He was doing very um, well. But yeah, they look they look really good. I don't think they're. Uh, legit contender though I don't think they ha- they seem to just be a well coached well rounded squad they don't really have like a you know a Giannis or a Embiid and Tatum really what do you go two for eighteen the other day probably one. didn't somebody say that one for eighteen one for eighteen that's imp- that's impressive <laughs> that's that's bad but yeah Trey Young nutmeg the fuck out of Ricky Rubio Clippers are seven and five here we go. That's that's surprising. I thought they would be better. They just Only got Paul George back today. What? Paul George just their second best player. So they can be seven and five with their star out. I don't know. And Kawhi missed games. Talking about him, you'd think they would be uh, ten and one. No, it's without Paul George, and yeah. Kawhi's missed like three games. It's fine. They're still a good team. Yeah, yeah, and they have a good record. They're, they're eight and five a good now. Team, yeah. No, they're. No, now the they're Lakers played without Anthony Davis and blew out the other team. So is this gonna be an all year thing with you here? Yeah, obviously. The Warriors. <laughs> yeah, the, the Warriors are so bad. <laughs> they're so bad, yo. It's honestly, they all look like D'Angelo Russell. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're two and ten. I hate watching them play. It's disgusting. It's like it, it's they just sad. have no idea what basketball is. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. And Jordan Poole is the worst player in the league. Poor, poor D'Lo, man. Yeah, that sucks for him. It sucks. He thought he was going to go play he's with like, all well. these guys. He's averaging he's averaging all he's career. Some Matt nice and plays. Kornfeld were like, Duh, is this guy going to come to play? And he's, he's the only one that career can score. Highs. He's the only one that yeah, can score. Yeah, but you guys were acting like he doesn't do anything. You were he like, goes in water. spurts before yeah. everybody got hurt. What? Get some water. Phil, can you stig me over there? No, there's still a little. Is there water anywhere? Nah. <laughs> Do you want to? Can you fill this up? Would that be the worst thing you've ever done? Yes. Ah, yeah, forget it. Um. <laughs> what else can we talk about in the NBA? Trailblazers suck. The Nets are disappointed. What was what was I just saying about? Oh, D'Angelo Russell. He he's you know what he does. He goes like fucking. He'll go off in a ten-minute spurt, and then he won't that was score the one for a game when he scored. He doesn't do that a lot. He does. He goes on sp- a lot of play his whole career. Streaks. Streaky. Yeah, he's been he's streaky, but he's no, streaky he's been player. playing he'll solid for quarters. Games games for yes, now 52. he's the, yes, he's the only player on the team <laughs> that can score. The points. The points are gonna have to come from somewhere. No, but he, he's like if you watch them play, he's actually like playing very well. He's running yeah. the offense. It goes through him. He makes a lot of really nice. He's passes. like far and away the. Clearly, the only one that's good on the team. He's good, yeah. No, he's good. It's of course, he's good. I have nothing sad. against him. I like D'Lo. Um, yeah. So, I guess there's nothing else. You want to go to the predictions? Yeah. All right. We can Let's jump into it. some games. I I did get the standings. I went back and I listened to the episodes and I found our standings. Okay. Um, we have Alex leading the way at fourteen and ten. 
We all went one and three. No, we all went two and two last week. Um, Alex is fourteen and ten. Richard is thirteen and eleven, and I'm in the basement at twelve and twelve. Um, tight race. Tight race, definitely. A lot of games still to be determined. Um, there could be some movement this week. I'm feeling very confident. Trey Young nutmegged Ricky. Yeah, Rubio. I said, yeah, he nutmegged the fuck out of him. Um, so it's it's right now it's anybody's ball game here. Well, we have uh, Suns are blowing them out. Remind so everybody what we're playing for. Booker's playing uh, well. Whoever comes in last place in the predictions, if it's me or Richard, we will be bleaching our hair blonde, um, which should be fun. And then if Alex loses, he's going to have to wax his chest 40-year-old virgin style. And let me tell you something. This guy's hairy. This guy's very hairy. You can tell just by looking at him. You can go look back at our old episodes. (laughs) Literally, Jesus Christ was a a feature on the podcast, basically. It was (laughs) unbelievable. Unbelievable! Yeah, like, the comp- Jesus Christ in a lot of ways. <laughs> I remember one. There was one <laughs> week, like the beard. when you looked at the last two posts on our page, like one was Alex with all his hair and beard, and the next one he was just clean shaved, completely different person. Completely different person. You so, haven't had the beard in a while. Yeah. Well, I have a job now, so okay. they don't allow any beards. No, they do. It's just like working for the Yankees. Professional. Yeah. Well, maybe you should change the norm. You can keep Maybe it clean. You can be a <laughs> leader. Yeah, like you're yeah. fucking Moses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll grow it out. I just haven't felt like it, all right? Yes, but I would love to see you get your, your chest waxed. I won't. I think this is the week where you uh, you go 0-4, find yourself in the basement. Yeah, that's right, definitely maybe. happening. All right, let's read the first back. one. All right, so jumping right in, we've got four games this week. Honestly, not the best week for football um, matchup-wise, so it was tough to kind of pick which games we wanted to do. But we'll start with uh, a nice showdown of a couple young QBs looking really good. Um, the Houston, excuse me, the Houston Texans going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Take us away. Great game. Big game. Wow. Big AFC what's, playoff um, picture what's game. The, what's the Texans' record? Six and three against seven and two. Mm. Texans they have a bye last Texans week. Texans things, yes. Oof. Wow. Um, this is a game where the Houston just gets blown out. And reminds that, that, us all of who they are. That's really a Houston thing to do, yes, right? Yes. Well, I'm gonna pick them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, to Sean to to make his case to be back in the MV. I know he's in the MVP race, but it seems a lot of people. It's gonna be Russell Wilson, but people are talking Wilson Jackson. Mm-hmm. I think Deshaun comes in, puts on a performance, and gets him back into that top three mix, and it's not a two man race anymore. Um, I think he's great. I like Deshaun Watson a lot. <coughs> what I'm really looking at here is DeAndre Hopkins. He's having a very down year by his standards. He's, sure. he's got 100 yards in, in two games so far, um, three games actually. But but sometimes like I'm seeing 40 yards, 41 yards, 48 yards, 55 yards. He's got three touchdowns on the season. It doesn't. I'm, I'm like I don't really understand why because Watson's having his best year. Um, but I I hoping he can turn it around. He's obviously a great player. Um, maybe, sorry, he might I just be getting more attention. Yeah, maybe it's a combination of Watson getting better, being able to spread the ball around, not only look to Hopkins, better receiving weapons. I mean, I know Fuller's banged up here, and then he's out, and here, but he's still a good player. You know, they have stills. Um, and, yeah, that just attention-wise, maybe he's getting that Julio treatment now, you know? I mean, yeah. think of all those – fantasy years with Julio where you're like why the fuck is it's because 
they triple team these guys mm-hmm. and yeah. they just want sure. to take him out of the game. So he's averaging seventy three yards a game. It definitely is not like DeAndre Hopkins numbers. Um, I expect him to. He'll have his game still. He's like nothing has changed with him. He's yeah. still like amazing. Um, but I, I think that. See, this is tough because Baltimore. I'm still, I'm still like a little skeptical of them. Me too. Um, but They're a good team. It's just how good, you know. Like, yeah, are yeah. they just feasting on these terrible teams? They just and then getting some the good wins in there as well. And then it's just you know, who they lose to? Cleveland and who else? Um, was it New Orleans? Did they play New Orleans? No, right? No, that was uh, Dallas who lost to New Orleans. Um, I don't know. The Chiefs. Yes, right, yes, yes, yes. Okay. You know, it's it's gonna happen. Like Lamar just seems to be getting better every week. Like the Ravens look to be getting more and more dangerous every week. Um, eventually, <laughs> a team is gonna come along and like put together a good game plan to stop Lamar Jackson. I I think that's uh, eventually it's gonna happen. Um, I think it's definitely not going to be the Texans. Um, mm-hmm. They don't hang their hat on their defense. You know, Bill O'Brien's a, a terrible coach. <laughs> yeah, butt <bad>. chin. <laughs> um, and he's more of an offensive mind. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, he is. He's the he's the offensive. Player. I don't think he's any mind. <laughs> All right, uh, you got a scrap heap here. Huh? Yeah, it's, it's brewing. It's coming I up. Think soon. I scrapped him once. He should be on the lookout for a second. <laughs> There's definitely scrap. a segment about him, and we put pull this picture up yeah, with this yeah, jizz. Butt chin. I think we were just talking about hot coaches. Yeah. Of Kingsbury, and then an uh, yeah. he obviously was not a hot coach. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think I don't think it's the Texans' week to do that. And it seems like a, in a lot of big games, the Texans don't show up. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat up on their little AFC South uh, rivals that aren't good. <laughs> and they turn around against the really good teams, which I think we're all in agreement that the Ravens are one of those. And they shit the bed. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen this week. I, I do think it'll be a good game. Mm-hmm. It'll be. Uh, I'm excited to watch it for sure. Mm-hmm. Two MVP candidates going against each other. Um, but give me the Ravens. Yeah. Right. I'm going to take Baltimore, too, for the reasons you mentioned. I just don't trust Houston in a big game. And I'm, I joke around a lot with Bill O'Brien but I do think he's a really bad coach, and it shows in these big games where he gets just outcoached. Um, every year they lose in the playoffs. They they just really have never taken that next step with him there. Um, so I think that he's he's holding the team back. Um, but I'm, I, I like Baltimore a lot. I think that they're the way that they run their offense, what John Harbaugh is doing there. like Greg Roman. Literally, yeah, the two of them just – Designing an entirely new way, look of an offense around their quarterback—that's like it, it's working so the well. NFL players' dream, yeah, to have a coach that just you know, it's plays all, to your strengths, yeah, you know, not exactly forcing you, pigeonholing you. Yes, and, 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 and hey, it, it runs in the Harbaugh family, like we said. Kaepernick was yep Jackson before Jackson. Yep, and and, and they they said that too. The, the John Harbaugh like, coming into this year, he was like, "We're sh- going to be doing <coughs> things that no NFL offense has ever." St- done before like it's just they they drew up this entire new system mm-hmm. and it's been working so I, I'm just going to keep riding with Baltimore I think that they're they're doing really well right now and I expect that to continue against Houston all right next matchup definitely game of the week though I think yeah yeah it would I would say so too um, next match we have the New England Patriots going to Philadelphia to play the Eagles Oof. big game for both teams honestly yeah, um, yeah. New England 
got their first loss. Uh, was that two weeks ago now, right? Yes, yep. then they had a bye. Um, yeah, so yeah, coming off a bye, yeah. I'm definitely going to go because, eh, I don't know. Philly was their uh, <laughs> <laughs> Philly was their kryptonite that one time, yep. but they don't have a big dick Nick. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, I don't like. Yeah, the the Eagles are too inconsistent for me. And the Patriots have the best defense ever. So yeah, no, I don't think they're the best ever. But I, I'm they do have. They don't even have the best defense in the NFL. San Francisco is better. They That's do have definitely could be true. a very good secondary. Um, obviously, we had we've had conversations about Stephon Gilmore being a potential defensive player of the year candidate. So that's the matchup I'm looking at. It's those Eagles receivers who drop Suck. a lot of passes against this really dynamite secondary. Um, I just don't see the Eagles upsetting the Patriots here, even though it's in Philadelphia. You know, good home field advantage for them. Um, but that Eagles secondary is terrible. The Eagles weapons are not so good. Um, give me the Patriots. I think Belichick will be able to outcoach Mr. Uh, they really miss uh, Deshaun Jackson, man. Yeah, big time. Uh, he was going to be huge for them. He had a sick first game, too. Yeah. And, and then, then he, he got hurt. What is it, abdomen? Like, like, yeah. Something like that. Muscle injury. Their hands. Um, I'm gonna take Rusty? I'm gonna take Philly. Um, the only thing that scares me is New England coming off a bye because they usually never lose coming off a bye. If you give Belichick the reason that the pass are good, more time to I feel like uh, more never, time to plan. I feel like they might have lost coming off a bye last year, but let me okay. fact check. They never lose coming off a bye two years in a row, <laughs> um, and I don't expect that trend to start now. Oh no, I. You I do expect that trend to start now. If they lost last year. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. This will be the second year in a row. Uh, I like Philadelphia's offense. Say what you will, their receivers are not the best. But Carson Wentz is having a really good year. Under the radar, he hasn't really been getting talked about. But he's true. he's doing great. Um, Ertz looked like he bounced back into form last week. Did Philly have a bye also? No, they played the Bears. No, that might have been two weeks they ago. They did have a bye, I remember, because I had Ertz. I, I started Andrews because Ertz mm-hmm. was on the bench on a bye. So that kind of nullifies the whole thing then, huh? Not really. They both They're had both extra time. Yeah, they both had some time to prepare. I think Philly is historically bad coming out of the bye. That you made <laughs> that up right <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> Doug Peterson is a good coach. I, I like him. I think he's I think he's done well over there. Obviously they won a Super Bowl. Um but I like I like Philly. I think that they can go shot for shot with New England on offense, um, because Tom Brady isn't good anymore, and it's like it's a test for for New England. They're zero and one against good teams, as we know. They hadn't played anybody notable up to that point. I don't think the Bills are a good team. They're they don't. They want. they are a good team, but they don't. The New England just owns them anyway, yeah. so it's <laughs> not like a real test. Lost to them last year. Did they? In the last second. Or that, no, was, that was Miami. Miami. Made that Who's wow, also red hot right now? <laughs> <laughs> Two game win streak. Watch out for Miami. Who they beat last week? The um, Colts. Mm. Watch out for Miami. You don't want to let the, you don't want to let them get hot. You don't want to let uh, don't Fitz let Magic Fitz, get in there. Don't let Fitz get in there because yeah. then he'll blow it. And he'll he, you know what? This, th- these last few games are prime Fitz. There's nothing to lose. No pressure. Just let it fucking that's fly. His, that's his time. Just let it fly. Against him in fantasy this week. Who so. are they? Who who did the nine? Who did the Dolphins play? 
The Bills. Ooh. I think that's three in a row. (laughs) It's in Miami. That'll probably be a close game, in all honesty. The first game was close for three quarters, and then Buffalo pulled away. I think being in Miami is the difference. You know, Josh Allen likes to party. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be out late Saturday night. You pick Philly? Oh, yeah. Where are we going? (laughs) I'm taking the Eagles. Um, I think that New England is overrated because of their scheme. That these teams who have been beating the Chiefs, they have the pieces or the piece to play that same style and win the game, which is Melvin Gordon, who went off against the Raiders. He's he looked a lot really better. good. Um, that being said, I think the Chiefs, this is like a basically a must-win game for, for both teams, but the, the Chiefs have been struggling for sure. Even with Mahomes healthy, they're losing games, um, no matter how well he plays. And I think this is a huge game for them that they can't afford to lose. And I think they're the more talented team. Give me the Chiefs. If the Chargers lose, their season's officially over. Yeah. I'm going to pick the Chargers for fun. Wow. Good because man. I like to spice things up. You know me. Good man. Um, yeah, I don't have much insight as to why. It's just division game, you know. There's always uh Did we all take the Rams, Mason by the way? Rudolph yes, we all took the Rams. Dick. But um Yeah, just because it's a division a game, I expect one. the Chargers to be able to keep up, you know. I think that there's <laughs> there's something to be said about this home field thing in Mexico. It could be good for them. You really want to move to Mexico, don't you? Yes. What are you writing down over there? I'm just saving all of our picks so we remember. Okay. All right. You have so no, no, nothing to add about Chargers, the Chargers, Chiefs. I think Bosa is going to have two sacks. Nice. I said that last week. He was quiet against the Raiders. It really hurts his defense. I, know, I feel like the Chargers-Chiefs games are always pretty the past two years well, were always pretty good. Well, the game that the Chargers won last year in overtime on that two-point conversion, no, no, in regulation on the two-point conversion, they had lost nine straight to the Chiefs before that game. Oh, yes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. So they're one and nine in their right. last ten. Well, that's fun. Yeah, the Chiefs <laughs> play each other really tough. <laughs> but right. it seems like the Chargers have their number now. Maybe. Because we'll they won on, on a last-second two-point conversion <laughs> in Arrowhead. Um I think it's going to be a good game. Monday night football. Excited. I think it'll be a good game, too. I'm excited but for it. Mahomes will posterize them. No. <laughs> K- I, I dare him to throw at Casey Hayward. That guy's going to be on the all-pro team for the third straight year. Is he? So Mahomes. Yeah. What's it doing for him? He's one of the best corners in the league. Could be. Yeah, he's great. Um, good eighth, good eighth. We're running low on our last battery here, so... He, any yeah, quick think, final thoughts to get in? Jason Garrett is a shitty head coach. <laughs> I agree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're always, they're never making it past the big they game have with him. Fucking Dak Prescott. Oh, oh, did you see that? Yeah, Mason Rudolph sucks too. That was a god awful throw. Nice tackle though. <laughs> he might have more tackles than completions in this game. <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah, well, he's playing terrible. That um, was such a bad. Did you see that? I didn't, but he made yeah, a terrible I'm, throw here, before here's too. Here's so my stat: shred the Steelers. I'm, I'm shredding the Steelers. <laughs> in general, um, but Jason Garrett. I guess this is a kind of an impromptu scrap heap. But you got Dak Prescott, second in the league in passing yards. You got Ezekiel Elliott, who everybody agrees is a generational talent at running back. You got Amari Cooper. I think he's fourth in the league in receiving yards. You got. The best offensive line in the league. You got the a top ten defense, 
And why is this team five and four? Why? Because and didn't they start? Did they start three and zero. Head idiot. They were three and zero. Yeah, they were three. They lost they, to the they, fucking Jets. He should be fired. They lost. They've to the lost Jets. a lot of one they, score games. Yeah, they've lost a lot of close games. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Vikings. They lost to um, what was the other good team? They lost the Packers. They lost to the Saints. Every good team they play, they 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 end up losing. They play them close, but they end up losing. Um, Jason Garrett, what are you doing, man? You got Scrapped. all the talent in the world. Make these, get these guys to the promised land. He's Thank a bad you. coach. If the if the Cowboys don't make a run to the NFC Championship game this year, they have to fire Jason Garrett. They won't. There's just <laughs> they probably won't. But it's just fucking disappointing. He's like the new Marvin Lewis. They play the Lions this week. They should win that game. They Obviously. will. Yeah, like they Jeff will. Driscoll is starting. So is is Stafford officially out? I hope not. I, we'll I want to see. see him play. He's been having an underrated season. He's been yeah. great. Stafford is the king of the world. Okay, Warrior. well you heard it here first. Jason Garrett. What <laughs> he, are you I doing? would go to war with him over any general. Interesting. Bring me George Washington. I'll pick Stafford. He's got a broken back. Does that change your mind at all? Stafford. Yeah, yeah. looks like. Yeah, George he'd Washington. play through it if he wanted. <laughs> He looks like George Washington. Yeah. He does not. You look like George Washington. You look like Moses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we should call it because the camera's going to die again. Okay. Right. That's our show. Thanks That's for listening. Uh, thank you, Them Seeker Studio, for having us. Um, I wish you. What happened to the to the 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 sign, the Them Seeker sign? I wanted to hang it up. Oh, I heard this weird spot. crispy kernel sandwich is better than don't the Popeyes one. Don't talk to me one. about any crispy sandwiches. All KFC? chicken sandwiches yeah. are good. I don't care. Yeah, but you won't have to wait on line for give an me hour a, for Give Popeyes. me a McChicken and I'll have the same thing. It's a little different. Crunch chicken. What is this? It's way different. Crispy, right? crispy chicken snack, snack Crispy snack. Crispy ranch all day. Two different Chicken things. wrap snack. All right. We'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>